Hello, 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 my beautiful tribe. What's going on? Lisa Lajwa here. Welcome to From Misfit to Mystic, my podcast where we have sacred conversations about ascension, mastery, wealth, health, anything that has to do with our brilliant wholeness in this world. Guess what? Today's Father's Day. I moved the episode this week a little bit around uh, to be able to do this experience on this wonderful day to all the fathers. You know, all you fathers who have everything to do with your children's ascension. Fathers are really extraordinary, aren't they? I really love hearing stories around fathers, how they are, the differences between them from one family to another. I love knowing and hearing the beautiful stories around support and love and how a father can make his young children and his children feel the most extraordinary. It really is an incredible power as a father that they have to support their children to become like truly become the true self that they're meant to be. It's interesting because I thought, what am I going to do this week on the show? And I decided that, you know, a couple of things I decided recently, which I think are pretty, pretty interesting. And a lot of stuff has been coming up around my father because of the planetary alignments and stuff I've been talking about recently. If you follow me, you know, uh, I've been talking about all the energy work and opportunities that are out there right now and how the planets are pushing us and propelling us. And, you know, just sometimes, you know, there's opportunities in life that we get to grow and create and make changes from the inside out, which influence our outside in. And, um, you know, it's one of these times where it's dig in deep and, and dive in the deep waters of the subconscious reality right now. And, um, even the subconscious reality of our lineage. And uh, so this has been coming up, especially with Father's Day. I find it interesting how sometimes the the alignment of the energy shifts that are coming forward happen during, you know, holiday days, holiday seasons, or days like Father's Day, which are, I'm so in alignment right now because a lot of things with my father have been coming up and uh, moving through. And, and I'll explain what I mean. So when I was uh, really young, my you know, I've always been a clairvoyant. I was always able to see things. I've always been a direct channel to all kinds of beings and uh, the universe, etc. Like, I've always been pretty mystical. And, uh, you know, nobody really understood what was going on with me. And of course, neither did I. I was a little kid. And uh, as I, you know, I went through all the different phases of my life and, uh, you know, the thing that I heard mostly from my father, because he was a real traditional Lebanese guy, he used to say to me all the time, you know, because he really didn't believe in women being powerful at all. And uh, he was a chauvinist and um, kind of proud of it, honestly. You know, he really had that old school mentality like women, you know, we don't have power and uh, we have a place, but men should tell us where our place is, which drove me fucking crazy, I'll be honest with you. 
And I always felt that was wrong. I felt that was wrong at a very young age. I felt it was wrong when I used to sit in church and listen to the preacher talk about Jesus and make Jesus into a man instead of the incredible, loving, powerful being that he was. Um, And how people will represent, you know, spiritual leaders in a way that's their perception versus, you know, maybe someone else's perception who sees this master in a different way, you know, this masterful being. And I used to sit there and look and be like, oh my God, wow. Because the Lebanese culture, the community that I lived in, and I have nothing against them because, you know, I grew up with them. But when I was very, very young, I always had this psychic intuition that what they were saying to me, including my father, wasn't right. And that we as women had a wonderful place of being. But because I was raised in that environment, like many of you, uh, you know, you all of a sudden learn that maybe you're not worthy, maybe you're not okay, maybe, you know, as a woman, you should be in another container in life, should be in a room locked in. And I rebelled and balked against that every step of the way, and I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that that never felt right to me and that I resisted it and fought it every step of the way to the point where I would be in, <laughs> would be in church And I would have these psychic premonitions, like literally downloads while I was sitting right in the church at six, seven, eight years old when the priest was talking, Father Joe was his name, and I would have outbursts in the middle of the church because we would be in Sunday school and I would be constantly asking questions like, why, why, why is that? That's not true. That's not what happened. Why are you saying that about Jesus? That's not what happened because I was able to communicate directly with the, the history of what happened. And I didn't know that I was doing it at the time. I was a little kid. Now that I, I, I've, you know, I'm older and I understand what happened to me at that time, I could see what was going on. And I knew that it wasn't truth. And there was things that weren't motivated to support everybody as a united, uh, as united beings that we're all, we all matter. And I just always knew something was wrong with saying we all don't matter. Like some of us matter more than others. This drives me nuts. And it's also been the thing I was healing, probably healing my entire life because I was really neglected emotionally and physical, physically. And I grew up in some intense, uh, you know, intense violence and uh, all kinds of really weird situations, which is not the reason for this uh, show today, but important for you to know. And, uh, I always felt, no, and a lot of you feel like that. A lot of people are deeply, powerfully intuitive, and you just know when somebody's not telling you what's right for you, and you know when these, like, you know, you look at, we look at the world events, and we're like, no, this isn't right. What you're doing isn't right. Like, why are you containing us as, as a race? Why are you putting people in a box, any box, any, wherever they come from? You know, we're different and we may not like each other. We may not feel aligned with what somebody's doing or not doing, but we don't belong in a box. And let me tell you, especially one that somebody else created for us. I believe in oneness. I really do. I don't expect all our experiences as human beings to be intertwined and intertangled. We all have different things to do. But I really believe everybody has a a right to be here and be happy. And, you know, we're all, we all come from the same place. We all come from Mother Earth in the flesh, and we come from Father Sky, the universe, whatever you want to call it. We're star beings, you know, we all, we all are the same. 
So it drives me really batty, you know, always has. I, I was I don't have a racist bone in my body. I either just don't like an energy or I just don't like something, you know. And I was never like that. And my, my father was interesting, you know, how a bit of a bigot, you know, a bit of like he used to say things to me. I'd be like, Dad, stop it. Like he was, you know, like he had that racial gross like slur that he would say things that I found were unbelievable but he he was the same with women and uh, as a young daughter I was I knew I knew my father loved me I could tell you know I was uh, the apple of his eye for a long time because I was a little girl and I was innocent until he realized that I was I had fierce energy and fierce power and I was a star being and he didn't know what the hell to do with me because I was resisting the mold and wanting to break out from tradition. I just, nothing no, nothing of it felt right to me. And I started breaking out of it at a very young age, just not feeling like what you're trying to tell me about being a female is wrong. And my mother too. My mother was, uh, both my parents are passed away. And my mother was also like that. She, um, you know, she believed a woman should have a nice man and get married and all that. She didn't instill that or force it on me in any way. As a matter of fact, she, in, you know, was more supportive of my independent, fierce energy that I had. But it's really hard. And this is the topic I want to talk about. It's really hard when you're a young girl and you have a fierce energy that nobody's supporting. And, you know, part of the reason I want to talk, I have the show today and talk about father fathers and father's day was there's a few reasons one of them is to help other people who may be listening and any fathers out there to understand the importance of your role in a young daughter's ascension in particular you know because I'm a woman and I could speak from my experience and that's what I'm trying to do here and of course if you have a son it's the same thing if you have you know of course any of your children it's really important but in particular daughters because my father taught me that who I was wasn't okay who I was wasn't okay without a man he taught me I couldn't take care of myself I would never get anywhere if I didn't get married and I didn't find a man who could take care of me um and you know the truth is my father didn't take care of me and that was the example he left with me my father actually neglected me he you know let me do things that were completely insane he did some good things too, don't get me wrong, but I was a like a full-blown alcoholic partying in my house and my father had no rules and boundaries. He just didn't want to deal with it. He just didn't understand what happened. He didn't take one initiative to try to help his daughter, who he was watching, behaving in a way that was completely self-destructive. You know what he did? My father moved out and left me there. Very young age, you know. I mean, I'm blessed because... Uh, I understand at one point my soul saved me because the light inside me said enough of this. You're not going to have anything if you don't face um, the way you're building your life and, and how you're destroying it. And I feel really blessed. Part of this inspiration, too, is that yesterday I went to saw Ro- I went to see Rocketman, the Elton John movie. And wow, did it ever bring back memories, crazy memories, really unbelievable memories about what I went through and I live that life that is shown in the movie. You know what I mean? Of course I didn't, I wasn't in as huge of an environment, but I lived the same thing, the party life, the, the rock band, uh, you know, I was like in that life, that was my life. And, um, I couldn't get out and I went through what he went through. I mean, that started taking my life away. 
And it's crazy because I was listening to him. Like he's 28 years sober now and I'm like 32 years sober. So I'm so like, it just touched my heart so much that he, you know, that he did that. And I did that at the same time. And I started having these like downloads about, you know, I got sober at the same time as some legends, like, you know, some of my rock star heroes, uh, like Stevie Ray Vaughan and Elton John and a couple of other ones. And it made me think of all these things that how, when you don't know that you're so important and that you matter, you know, and in Elton John in the movie, if you see it, you'll see he went through the same thing. There's just this neglect that comes from his father that broke him and broke his heart and made him feel like a piece of shit. You know, and I went through that too. You know, my father, I made myself believe in the positivity of what my father brought into my life. And I just decided as I grew spiritually in my own ascension that I would honor the good, you know. But did I ever have to heal the bad, you know, uh, the negative, whatever you want to call it, you know. it's a, These are words that just describe being neglected and not being treated in a way that, you know, I could rise in my life with support behind me. It wouldn't, I don't know what it would have changed for sure, because you never know what a person can put themselves through, even in a great upbringing. But I certainly know how it made me feel to feel that from other men in my life who came into my life after when I started cleaning up my life and they helped me heal. And it's interesting because they're significant men and it was the men who helped me heal from their love and embrace when I got sober and I started to heal my life. There was, you know, three significant men who actually, even more than that actually, who helped me turn my life around, you know. Um, Of course, don't get me wrong, women, a lot of women in my life as well. I'm talking about the men because of the Father's Day experience that I wanted to share about today and how that they became the voice of what my father had never been. My father never once said, good job, Lisa. I built a business. Um, I didn't listen to him. I've traveled the world. I uh, studied my gift of, of spiritual teacher, of urban guru, of uh, mastery of ascension, of being you know this intuitive coach for the last... 15 or 20 years, I don't even know how long I've been doing that, um, doing readings that have been transformative on people's lives. Uh, and not once did he say, hey, that's a great idea, good job. Anything I ever told my father, he said, no, that's not a bad idea. Always back to just get a guy, just get a husband, because you can't take care of yourself. It's mind-blowing how one person can decimate your confidence because you want them so badly because it's written in your DNA to want that person to love you, embrace you, and honor you. It's incredible what I have had to do to heal that part of my life. So fathers, you have a huge influence on your children, especially your baby girls, man. You have a huge influence on how you show up to them and teach them how precious they are, how important they are, how lovable they are, how powerful they are. And I challenge you to rise to the occasion to that. I really do. Metamorphic, metamorphic, literally metamorphic, going through this with my father, realizing how wrong he was and how not a good father he was 
And although he tried to be this big traditional stand-up Lebanese guy in the community and blah, 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 he wasn't there for his children. I used to stay at home by myself all night long. Most of my, when my parents split up at eight, nine years old, I was alone at home all the time. You know, there was nobody there. My father would come home or he'd roll in the house at three o'clock in the morning because he was busy with the boys or one or two and whatever. And then eventually I got rebellious and then all hell broke loose because I'm a born rebel, like literally a born rebel. And uh, when that got ignited, I, it wasn't pretty for anybody, you know, and I spent eight years rocking and rolling and uh, going completely off the edge. And, um, you know, my father watched the whole thing. You know, when I got sober, he said I wasn't an alcoholic because it embarrassed him, even though he watched it for eight years. There's a lot around that. There's a lot of pain around these types of things for me. And many women that I have helped and worked with, clients, people, women I know, friends, who have rolled through my life, who have said the same thing, you know, how important it was and how much it influenced us to not have that impact in our life from somebody we needed so much to tell us were precious and loved and important and valuable and not to be thrown around. I spent many of a day, like many, wow, many, 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 many days doing things, letting things happen to me because I had no self-esteem and I had no value for myself as a woman because I was so disrupted inside from what my father taught me and didn't teach me about who I was. And he watched me without batting an eye self-destruct. So my father was that type of person. Anything you said, he said kind of the opposite if it embarrassed him and it hurt his pride. He, he didn't care how it influenced other people. All he wanted was his own pride to live and he wanted his own show to be like his life show to be perfect. And uh, it was crazy. It's crazy. So obviously I went through a ton of transformation and healing around that to the point today when, you know, although it hurts to think of my father sometimes, I... Uh, love him and I see the good and I was there and I helped him cross over I was there for him Um, I let him choose his own destiny I've given him back his you know the gifts I didn't want that he gave me you know I adore him take the good and I also understand he was suffering too and uh So if you're a daughter and you're listening to this and you and your dad are estranged and, you know, you don't, you don't have one or you have one who's not there and they have a lot of pain around that, I'm sending you all my love. I'm sending you all my love and I'm supporting you and healing your heart as a woman and knowing and making yourself really important and valuable and giving yourself everything that you need and maybe letting some other people in your life and other men in your life that may be really good friends, you know what I mean, that could take the place of that which you missed growing up. But don't let one person influence you and your confidence. Don't let one person neglect who you're meant to be because you need them to say something positive and they haven't. You needed them to encourage you and make you feel amazing and they didn't. Don't. It's not worth it. When I look back at my father today and I think of my experience it's, I think it'll always be a pain. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, maybe one day I won't feel this way anymore. But 
I think it'll always be a pain in my heart that I didn't have my father's love the way I really needed it. But I think that's just a little girl that's still being healed. You know, that part of me is still healing and I could see myself with a different eye of compassion, which brings that sadness forward, you know, and I go, wow, that was really my life. Like that's what I lived. But the responsibility to repair my heart and to seek for the healing and the positive, that's up to me. That was never up to my father. My father gave me what he could and it wasn't very much as a young woman. Uh, he didn't know how. And uh, he didn't know how till... He never knew how, I'll be honest. <laughs> he never knew how. I just learned how to make boundaries with him and have good talks with him and, you know... As I got older and transformed my life, I never hid how I really felt. And, you know, I, in, in my healing journey and, and you know, I just started talking about the truth and I didn't care whether he liked it or not. I just started talking about the truth because that's what I needed to do and that's who I am. And I spent my entire life not doing that. And he had choices to be in my life or to not be in my life. And, you know, I ended up having some really good talks with him and understood from those talks that my father was in pain too and that I didn't know that. But till his dying day, it was he just really had a hard time, you know, saying anybody might have been right or that he was, you know, wasn't there. You know, it was very hard for him. He did tell me, though, maybe a few years before he passed away, that he was proud of me because I had built this really beautiful business and, you know, he just looked at it and he's like, oh, man, you're incorporated. Look what you're doing. And, you know, he never said he was wrong for trying to disencourage me. If disencouraging me is a word. I don't even know I make up words all the time. <laughs> he used to, you know, insinuate that I would never get anywhere. And um, I'm so happy I never listened to him. And he did say, one time, he did say he was proud of me. And... uh I was glad about that. I waited a long time to hear it, and the truth is it probably didn't matter at that point. But it's nice to know he finally did say it, because he didn't really have a choice because it was in his face. You know what I mean? He's looking at me going, how did you build a business being an intuitive, clairvoyant? You talk to dead people? What? You channel the masters? Pardon me? Really? You help business owners? As a powerful tool and a secret weapon in their life? Really? You help them understand how to avoid problems in their businesses? You know, he's watching this happen in front of him. You know, you're traveling around, you're doing retreats? What? What's going on? So, I was glad about that. And I, and I hope for all of you fathers who are there, I hope you tell your kids what you're proud of. Even if you don't believe in it even if it doesn't make sense to you what they're doing. And daughters who share the, my story with me know that I'm really sending you a lot of love today. and Because I know Father's Day can hurt. And I want you to know that you're important and that you really matter. And that you need to choose that you matter now. It's your time to choose that you matter now. And don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anyone's opinion stop you. Don't let anything anybody says stop you. Don't let these old boys out in the world right now trying to break down our freedoms stop you. Don't let any experience that may have harmed you stop you. You know, 
We need to learn to take care of ourselves. We need to learn to defend ourselves. And we need to learn to protect who we are, all of us, men, women, children, people, you know, and to defend each other and watch over each other, knowing that we all matter and to act like we do. My greatest dream would be that we as a race, as a, as global citizens, decide to make everyone matter. That would be my full heart's desire at this point. Really, it would. It would make me so happy. So Father's Day today. Happy Father's Day to all the men. And happy Father's Day to the women who take care of their children like fathers. Morning coffee, so good. Wishing you just an amazing day today. You'd all deserve it. You really do. And for the great parents and the great fathers in particular, bless you for teaching your children that they matter. I honor you deeply today. I really do. I really do. And to my father, my beautiful dad, high in the sky, watching over me. We've had some really good talks on the other side. My father's done a lot of growing as a medium. One of the blessings is that I get to see that. And uh, he's come to me a few times, and we've done some healing work together. And he's found new wings. And uh, that's interesting because I wasn't sure if he ever would. Sometimes when we cross over on the other side, that's what happens. We get to spread our wings and we get to grow uh, in the ways that we didn't grow while we were here. So, you know, nice, you know, nice experiences with him. Really nice. Nice to see my dad grow on the other side and celebrate a lot more than he did when he was here. I was happy when he passed away. I saw him so free from all his pain. My father had a lot of pain. The last 10 years of his life was horrific. And uh, I was present, as present as I could be for him. And was able to forgive him so I could be present. And, um, you know, tough times. Really tough times. So I'm happy he's liberated and on the other side. And I'm really happy that we've come to an understanding in our souls with each other. You know, and it's so important, right? It really is important. So what's really cool is um, I wanted to let you guys know. So I do have this spiritual mastery course that I was looking for a date and I couldn't figure out when I wanted to start it. I'm going through the application process now. I'm launching and I'm not I'm not freaking out. I'm not in a rush. I mean, it's going to be an ongoing journey. You know, it's going to be like a mastermind, six month mastermind for spiritual people who want to really master their spiritual intuitive life and learn how everything works in synchronicity and you know really really dive deep into the process of the awakening you know and uh, being full and whole as a spiritual being and learning about intuition and all this other cool stuff and uh, so I'm like sitting with myself the other day and I'm like I'm gonna, when am I going to launch it this is really important when am I going to when do I want to launch it and I realize it's my dad's birthday, July 2nd. Or when am I going to start it? Not launch it because it's already launched, really. You know, we're working in the application process. And I'm like, when am I going to start it? What will be day one where my first set of intro happens for this 
new train, new transition in my life and this new change and bringing all my years of experience, like 30 plus years of experience around ascension, mastery, and uh, building a spiritual life and understanding how this whole thing works and how your chakras work and your aura and how to see things and work with your gifts and, you know, open up your inner inner self and become a power empowered being <laughs> and i'm like i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna start it on my dad's birthday because my dad was the greatest non-believer of what my work is in the world and i believe that this spiritual work that we're all doing as spiritual people us mystics us mis- misfit mystics like myself um need to be doing we need to share about wholeness and the power at this level and not every everybody's a spiritual being because we all have a soul in my opinion it's an opinion it's a reality for me i don't care if somebody's spiritual or not i don't care if they believe i don't care if somebody's an atheist it doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter what a person believes we're all built differently what matters to me though is that i express my gift at the highest level that i can and that I help people find their gifts and what they're meant to do and what their soul is here to do with them by teaching them what I've learned and what I've studied and what I've mastered. That's what matters, that we share with each other our mastery, you know, and we help each other elevate and rise, you know. We show each other the stairs to the next level of brilliance, of joy. And so I decided I would start it on July 2nd in honor of my father, and in honor of our healing, and a little bit of, hey, Dad, fuck you, look at me now. <laughs> I'm so happy I never listened to you, <laughs> which I know today he would appreciate because, you know, my dad knows who I was in many, many ways, and we had those conversations when he was here, and I told him that right to his face. I remember telling him, Dad, you know, this is what I want to tell you about if I would have listened to you. Fuck you. <laughs> And he looked at me and he's like, yeah, I guess it's a good thing that you didn't, you know, that time where he said, and he, and he gave me, he gave me that little bit of praise. I had my moment of rebellion in this face, in your face, dad. But, you know, that's not why I'm doing it. You know, the reason I'm doing it is to honor that. I didn't listen to someone else's tradition that was not going to work for who I'm meant to be in this world. And uh, that's the reason. And I'm honoring all the women that are trying to rise and stand up now. You know? So that we can unitedly say, no, we have power. We are allowed to be in this existence. We're here, and we're not leaving. And without us, you wouldn't be here. So let's find some honor and integrity. Let's rise together. Let's support the men to become great men that aren't threatened by women and that can just honor everyone and make everyone matter. We have to be the example, you know. That's why I'm building this course. That's why I'm doing it on my dad's birthday, you know. To say what matters is this gift that I have to share with other people and your gifts matter too. And you matter too. We all do. And uh, the cool thing with my dad and knowing that he, knowing and understanding that he suffered as well, you know, I learned that because I took time to ask him questions about his life because my father didn't know how to communicate at all. 
And I asked him, I started asking him questions, especially when I got sober and I started, you know, I was young and I was like, oh my God, like I want to learn about these things. I, I started learning about family paradigms and all this cool stuff. And I'm like, wow, my father must have really suffered too for him to be this way. Because inherently my dad was a good person. You know, he was a really caring man. There's people he helped that, you know, and he, he helped me too in different ways, just emotionally wasn't able and his, you know, his chauvinistic attitude wasn't able to see me until much, much, much later in life and lots of adversity and fighting and challenges. Like we fought all the time and we fought because I refused to listen to him. And I told him, you're wrong about who I am all the time, you know, and, uh, that's tough on the heart. You know, it's tough on the heart to want your father's love so deeply and have to tell him all the time that he's wrong about what he's telling you about who you are. And the only thing that he ever has to say is something negative, which was my life. That's how it was, you know. But it sure is great to know that I've moved past that and was able to tell him these things. And we found some type of peace with each other. You know what I mean? So this is for him and for our healing. And um, I'm hoping that it supports the energy of men and women healing and fathers and daughters healing. And I'm launching it on his birthday to say we all matter. No matter what, we all matter. Everyone does. So I hope you like this show. I really do. I hope that, um, fathers, you have an amazing Father's Day today. I honor you. I hope you rise into even more than what you already are so that you instill love and kindness and compassion and greatness into your own children. And I hope they have a reason to tell you how amazing you are today, that they don't have to make one up because you are an outstanding man. And kids who are celebrating your fathers, make sure you love them up because it really matters to them even if they don't tell you. When I told my dad I loved him, I knew that it mattered. I could see it in his eyes, even though he never said so. Or maybe he did once in a while, but often, most more than not, he didn't. You know, it was hard for him to acknowledge that he needed love. But I knew it mattered when I told him. You know? So don't forget to tell them. Tell your fathers and your grandfathers and your husbands and your boyfriends, if they have children, that they matter today. So that's been our show. Wanted to do a little me and you chat. Wishing you an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Until the next time, I'll see you next week. Bye for now. From Misfit to Mystic, signing out.